Hello and welcome to the Sobo Lens Podcast. This is Jim and Joe sharing their stories and life experiences. Sobo today for a better tomorrow. This is Life Through the Sobo Lens. All right, good evening everyone and welcome to the Sober Lens Podcast and we have a real treat for everyone today, tonight, wherever you're listening from, all over the world. Um, we have Xanthi Alexis with us, who is one of the most musically and spiritually enthralling efforts of the year, according to American Highways. So welcome, Xanthi. Hi, welcome, welcome, Joe. Xanthi. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going really good. It's okay. going really good. Very nice. It's good to see yeah. you. Thank you for coming on. Um, we're happy to have you. And uh, so we just want to start this and ask you just by telling us and the listeners a bit about you, about Xanthi, about your story, about your music, and just lay it all out there. Okay. Oh, man. Lay it all out there, huh? I came from a real musical family. Um, always, uh, always music around. My parents listened to great music. They always had great records. They were performers. They did um, uh, theater and my dad always had the guitar out. And, uh, you know, we were always making little skits and being weird and it was the eighties, you know, we didn't have <laughs> anything else to do but be weird and musical <laughs> and creative. And um, let's see. Uh, um, and then I um, married into music, uh, um, married a traveling musician, raised my boys in that world. Um, Tell us and, a little about uh, that. Where, what was the scene and everything he was a part of? Uh, the group. Oh, you're going to make me talk about this, aren't you? <laughs> Just a little, because it did catch my attention when we last talked. Just he, touch um, on it for a second. He was in the punk. Yeah, he was in the punk rock scene. Um, so we got to see a lot of, I mean, we had amazing musicians come through our home. Um, JJ uh, always kept a recording studio. So the boys um, grew up around um, their dad, you know, being very musical. And then I was always writing, but I was really raising the kids while he toured and um, and then when we, uh, when we divorced, well, and I, before that, before, um, before we were married, I, when I was about 20, I did some jazz. Um, awesome. Uh, we love jazz here. <laughs> I, I, well, I worked with, um, he was actually on holiday here in Colorado. Um, this beautiful, amazing man, Barry Wedgel. Um, please rest in peace, my friend. Um, he saw me play uh, at an open mic and um, said, hey, I'll work with you. And he really taught me how to be a band leader, you know, um, and was strict with me and um, really gave me some insight into the ropes of being a performer that were really valuable. And um, then I had children um, and was able to be at home with them and still writing, you know, always writing. And, and then uh, we divorced and I just hit the road, you know, <laughs> I hit the road. I learned the ropes, um, had a few different projects, um, toured for a long time with a project called the Hopeful Heroines. It was a, a dual um, 
a duo, myself and Harriet Landrum, who is a violinist, and she did live loopings. So we sounded like a um, renegade women orchestra, <laughs> which was really <laughs> special. Nice. And um, kind of learned the hard lessons of the road there, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and then, um, uh, we decided to, we both wanted to do solo projects. So I put out a record in 2017, Time of War, and then uh, this one in August, The Offering, and and now we're here. <laughs> yes, and we're very glad that we are. Yes, me too. Um, so that's so, awesome. Uh, Jim, you want to go? <laughs> sure. Um, I just wanted to know what are, who are some artists that inspired you to yeah. do what you do? Um, in my childhood, my mother just really, um, had a deep love for Joni Mitchell. So a lot of Joni Mitchell growing up, Linda Ronstadt. Um, and then when I really wanted to sing, um, you know, I was into like Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey with her little black mini skirt, you guys. Mm -hmm. And, um, she wore that black dress for like 10 years, didn't she? <laughs> but it was perfect. She didn't need to change anything. Well, she kind of you know? outgrew it for and, that stage um, she went in uh, and she was in rehab and stuff. So when, <laughs> remember, when, she, when, when she got, she blew up a little. <laughs> when Joe told me you were coming on, um, I kind of did some homework on you and I was listening to a couple of songs. And the first thing I said to Joe, I was excited and I was like, this is going to be really cool. Uh, I said to Joe, I said, she reminds me of Joni Mitchell. Yep. That was the first thing <gasps> the, the, that the he whole, said. The whole no vibe. No way. Yeah. No way. I, I was pumped. Yeah. I'll yep. take it. It's quite I'll a compliment. It. It's quite a compliment. I'll take it. That's a, that's an enormous compliment. Wow. Yeah. I mean, vocally, she's one of the greatest writers ever. Joni Mitchell. She's... Hands down. It's not even a question, you know, and, and vocally she's so open. She's so raw. She's so limitless, you know? And, um, and so that's what I say. I would, I would say, um, you know, we, I grew up in this old Victorian and we had those, you know, the floor heaters and I'd hmm. sit by the record player with those old, you know, 1970s headphones and hmm. just listen to every note, every note and, and, and try to nail them. And, God bless my brothers and sisters, because I didn't, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Well, that's quite a compliment from Jim. Joni's awesome. So Absolutely. Uh, I, I see the semblance myself. Uh, so God bless you. And uh, so you're a mom of three, right? Is that what you said? Uh, yes. Three? Well, yeah. uh, one is um, an honorary, an honorary, honorary. child. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, God yeah. bless you. Cause uh, that's not easy. You know, I came from a single mom household uh, and, you know, Jim did for a while as well. And uh, so I respect that greatly and that's Thank awesome. You. And your kids Thank are lucky. You. They have a great mother and she's very talented. Um, <laughs> so I can't wait to hear you jam. So uh, I would like to touch on your sobriety aspect of Absolutely. life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, I wanted to ask you, my heater is, is it loud for you? Should I shut that off or am I cool? No, you're cool. I didn't even notice it on the side. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Um, 
yeah, sobriety. Whew. Whew. My father, um, my father's an alcoholic. Well, terminology. He got sober uh, about five and a half years ago, but lifelong um, that was in my life and, and caused a lot of um, loss, you know, on so many levels. And um, for me, uh, I, I was always closeted <clears throat> about how much I drank until I had a little chicken scratch thing on the wall um, where I tried to string together days of uh, not drinking and um, I couldn't get more than five. And I, I tried to do that for a year. And that's when I realized um, you don't have control of this, you know? Um, and, and even after that, because I was a little stealth bomber and no one knew, um, you know, I really had to hit a personal rock bottom. Um, just a point where I knew the fork was in the road, you know, mm -hmm. and um, I'm grateful that uh, I didn't inflict more damage, especially on my children, um, because it could have headed that way, you know? Um, just the absence of having something that you're fixated on that isn't, that doesn't make you well. And, mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I, uh, I, I walked through those um, humbling doors and um, by the grace of God I, I have I haven't picked up in four and a half years so awesome um, that's fantastic yeah good for you oh, amen amen right yeah yeah it's a uh, as a musician I, I'm not sure that people realize um, man we get it for free you know mm -hmm. and uh, it's a uh, it seems so quick how it goes from being just something that's there to something that's a real problem. <laughs> I'm happy to be on this side of it. I tell you what, well, I good. really am. Yeah. That's great. Four years. You know, that's, I just, I, I don't know if I told you, I just. Four and a half. Here. You got to give me that six. Oh, months four and a half. I'm sorry. I, uh, sorry. You got to give me, because you know what this six months has been like. I know. <laughs> I, I just can't even imagine it because I, I don't know if I told you I've only just hit a year. So that's amazing. Um, yeah. So no, yeah, it's, the, it's every day is every day. I, the, the people who in my life who have been most influential to me um, in sobriety have been the people who even have a lot of years. Oops. Mm -mm. Um, they, they have a lot of years, but it's immediate for them. It, it feels like today for them. And, and oh. I've taken a lot from that. I've taken a lot from, from my buddies who are, um, in it for today, you know? And so, so that's, that's why I remember a year, um, and it does just keep getting better, you know, and mm -hmm. except for when it's not. 
I think and, that, but congratulations, you, this is victory. I think you. that you can gather strength from all aspects of that too. I think it takes a village as far as you can learn from people who have many years and people who treat it like every day is, is the beginning. That's how I am. I have, I'm probably, I think 16 months now. Um, so I, I live like every day is a new day and I'm starting over again. Yes. Um, and I gather yeah. strength from that. I was telling Joe that I gather strength from posting the nightly affirmations from doing the podcast yep. and I enjoy having guests on such as yourself and just telling their stories because I yeah. believe we can all help each other. Well, and you guys, when I first started getting interviewed more often and stuff, I thought, how am I going to tell my life story with this big thing of like my dad? And, and then I realized like, we got to talk about this stuff because it's everywhere, you know? Mm -hmm. That, and and the more we talk about it openly, um, we we do we strengthen each other, and knowing that it's all right that that that's something in your life mm -hmm. that you take that you have to take on, you know. Yep, absolutely. So yeah. Jim uh, Xanthi actually has some ties to Boston. Uh, it always comes back. Oh my God! <laughs> it always comes back to. To Boston because I don't know why because you know they call it the hub of the universe but she actually I mean like she's been here before right you've been to Boston actually right? Joe I've never been I've never been oh, I yeah. have never been okay okay Boston. So I, I figured you had been. I just right. made I made a child with a Bostonite. Oh, okay. So okay. pretty much every a Bostonite. Day, <laughs> I love it. Every day was being in Southie yeah. at some level. Yeah. So so <laughs> it's funny. I told you Jim is actually from Southie and I'm from Eastie. All so right. East Boston. Oh, and, South and Boston. you guys, JJ says hi. He wanted me to say hi to you guys. He wanted okay, to say hello. Hi, JJ. <laughs> That's such a South Boston name too. JJ is something out of like Goodwill Hunting in the Adidas jumpsuit. <laughs> I know, I know. And you know, his dad is a Chief Master Sergeant. Well, retired in the Army. Okay. Salt of the earth. Salt of the earth. Awesome. Yeah. Th so those... even though I've never been, but now I got to come and hang out with you guys. Absolutely. I definitely, uh, I have a soft, soft spot for sure. That's right. You will come, and that will be awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah because those Southie people are great people as we know <laughs> yeah salt of the earth i'm serious yeah a little uh, loud <laughs> uh, oh yeah well east boston too i mean it's it's a boston thing i would massachusetts probably eastern mass uh, right so xanthi you're in colorado right i'm in right colorado now? okay mm -hmm. cool and you're going to be working on some new material soon, right? You're going to be recording or you are recording now or? Yeah, we're in the process. Um, I mean, we're the, the offering has only been out for six months. And, um, but it was a gap of a year from when we completed it to um, when we released it. So I, I'm a, I'm always writing and um, uh you know, we were asked if we have have demos, and uh, and and so that's what we did in January, and 
I've kind of compiled it all together and, and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll start again, but there's a lot that happens for us, for, for myself and, and my collaborators, um, Connor and Ian, there's, there's a lot that happens beforehand. We do a lot of like, almost like musical storyboarding, mm -hmm. um, to get everything out in front of us and really look at what the story is. Um, so that's kind of where we're at. inspirations um you know seeing how weird we can get they told me i mean i get like you know two word texts you know that are like three words write a disco song four words like i get they prompt me to 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 help me explore and reach farther so mm -hmm. that's kind of what we're up to right now <laughs> That's cool. Well, that's, I mean, that's really yeah. how it starts. A lot of people, you know, me and Jim have been around the music stuff a long time. And, uh, you know, Jim and I used to jam here and there, and we've been trying to make a demo for about two decades. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it took us 10 years. It took the four Gal brothers and I 10 years yeah. to finally nail something down. <laughs> maybe, maybe by the time Xanthi uh, comes to Boston, we'll record a demo. <laughs> we'll do it with, a, a it. we'll do a three piece. <laughs> um, so so, Jim, do you want to, uh, we wanted to try something for the first time with Xanthi called uh, the Sober Lens Spotlight. Um, so, uh, do you want to start it, Jim? Sure. Uh, so, we were just going to come up with questions on the fly and have you answer them if that's cool. Okay. So, uh, as you said, can you list, uh, if someone said, what was your favorite band, what would you say? Uh, band, not solo artist. It can be, it can be either. Give us both. Well, I'd, I'd have to say, I would have, I would say Joni. I would say okay. Joni Mitchell. Okay. Yeah. And band? Band. Oh my gosh, that's hard. Band, band, band. <laughs> you can throw a few. Um, I mean, it doesn't have to be strict. Um, Beyonce's, Beyonce, no, listen to this. My favorite band is Beyonce's freaking marching band for Coachella. Oh. That's my favorite band. <laughs> Interesting. I'd have never heard someone say that before. Another first for the Silver It is lines. amazing. <laughs> okay. I've been listening to it compulsively. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite 80s movie? Ooh, yeah. Um, Moonstruck. That's Moonstruck. my favorite all-time movie. Cher and Young you Nicholas Cage. That's a good one. Oh, what Lord, is, have mercy. What does she say? What's wrong with you? What does she say in that line? And he's like, I'm in love with you. What? Snap I out know. of it. <laughs> I know. I know. And he's like, you'll come upstairs and you'll get in my bed. Oh, God. It's so think, good. Think about it's that so now. You couldn't get away with saying that. That would taste in a movie. <laughs> you could if you were crazy in love. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love Nicolas Cage. I uh, He's a crazy, crazy fucker, but I still think he's an awesome actor. Uh, yeah. I, just I, I, I love his voice and his mannerisms, you know. Could I have a glass of water? I know, like, right? <laughs> I know. It's so good. I think that Moonstruck was my favorite ever of him, though. Yeah. It's he's just in, so good. He's in another one of my favorite 80s movies that people often forget, Valley Girl. That was a great 80s movie. I haven't seen that one. 
I haven't Ooh, seen that one. Definitely, it was like early '80s, you know, Fast at Ridgemont time kind of uh, generation movie. Uh, you know he he's like a punk rocker dude and starts messing around with a rich girl from the valley kind of like the whole like plot Uh almost like karate kid kind of plot but it's uh it was one of my mom's favorite movies when i was a kid in the 80s so i used to watch it all the time uh i'd have to say mine is probably pretty in pink uh if you're gonna say i was almost gonna say that i was almost gonna say that one great minds think alike molly ringwald that's she's my she's been my all of the um what's the other one? Oh my gosh where they're in detention breakfast club breakfast club yeah that's been my that's been my um quarantine fashion um inspiration <laughs> like long sweaters with my bangs in my face <laughs> oh a- oh ali sheedy <laughs> and then belts and then yeah. i go over <laughs> nice I'm telling you, the '80s and '90s, yeah. uh, they're coming back in a big way. The music, the the, you know, the last decade where they say every 20 years you harken back to the 20 years ago. Like in the '70s, there was the big, you know, boom of the '50s nostalgia, Happy Days, American Graffiti, and that kind of thing. And now, in last decade, we were getting into the '80s stuff. It's been 20 years because like Stranger Things, and they were making everything to look and sound like an '80s movie. Or so now I believe it's going to be the 90s. That's my theory that that's going to start. And I'm starting to see it. I'm seeing jewelry that comes out and, and bright colors in the clothes. It looks like something out of like a different world. <laughs> we, we have to ask Jim what his 80s movie was. Yes. I would say probably Karate Kid. Mm-hmm. That's a great one. Love it. I, I dig the storyline. And and it made it made that made a comeback too with Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. And it's like... How many times can you watch it over and over and it's still so good? I mean, you, I, rem- <laughs> I remember when I was working for Verizon inside a like a mini mall or, or it was like a store and we had all the TVs and it was a Sunday and football was coming on. But the Karate Kid was on before football and the tournament scene, you know, you're the best around. So, yeah, literally every guy left their wife with the shopping cart and was watching the scene. And the, I remember a woman coming up to this guy going, you know, what, what the fuck are you doing? We have to cash out. Well, no, I can't right now. It's the tournament scene. He's going to do the crane. You know what I mean? Like there was a group He's of like, guys. Wa- so bad, but he gets up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Put him in a body bag. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love so, it. Sweep the leg. <laughs> so I feel after the quarantine, there's going to be a music boom again. Um, I think Absolutely. people are, people such as yourself are hungry. They want to tour. Um, they want to play. And I know Joe said uh, you were going to play a song for us. So if you'd be so kind, we'd love it. Uh, you'd, it'd, be sure. a sober, it'd be the first time on the Sober Lens that someone has played music. So uh, we'd really appreciate it. Awesome. Okay. Well, <clears throat> we can play like, uh, Emotional jukebox. What kind of vibe do you guys want to hear? It's a nice act you got there. Your you like call, that? Joe. I love it. Which uh, one here, Joe? Uh, give me, give me something with a little bit of punk behind it, because you know me and Jim are punk rockers. All right. Life. All right. <clears throat> You don't really want to know 
who's the man? You look so sad. I just can't begin what we hate. Awesome. Thanks. You are awesome. Thanks. Dude. You had like a whole like Atlantis kind of more set thing going on that I was really getting into there. What? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't okay. know. I, I got a, an Atlantis vibe from that. And I loved it. I'll take it. Like it very old good. school. You know, remember when she remember when she was God, you guys? In the... <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Dogma, right? Dogma. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. Al Alan Rickman, God rest his soul, was uh, her voice. That's true. <laughs> the no. That's so good. Did you ever? Did you guys? Did you guys remember the joke on the Family Guy about Alan Rickman? Where he's he I don't he watch Family Guy. Oh, it makes me feel like a bad person. He, call, he, <laughs> he calls his own voicemail. Remember that, Jim, T to remind himself to do things, and it's like. Hello, you have reached the voicemail of Alan Rickman. <laughs> and he's like, hello, Alan, it's me, Alan, Alan. Rickman. <laughs> he's like, don't forget to tell the turtle joke at the party. <laughs> if you had a inner, if you, if you had a, if you could choose like an inner dialogue voice, who would it be? I mean, I'd like to say, like, maybe Morgan Freeman. He's God, too. 
I don't know. I I, I well, guess like we're speaking, we're not speaking in terms of laws of man. <laughs> <laughs> we've just reached a height that we've never gone to, which is pretty awesome. Oh. What's Jim's answer? <laughs> I would have to say James Earl Jones. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. Could you imagine the support you would feel inside? <laughs> I want to get that Bible where he talks, the narrate him narrating the Bible like that. Wow! Like just imagine going to sleep at that at night and James Earl Jones, you know, like <laughs> this is Genesis one. Like, you know, I love it. If it was the Darth Vader James Earl Jones narrating the Bible, that would be very interesting. I'd be into it. I'm a Star challenge Wars me, dude. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what would if you were on a desert island, right? Yeah. What would the record, one or two records that you would be able to have with you that you would never get sick of? Joni Mitchell Blue Album. Okay. That is a good um, one. And this is sort of cheating, but I don't care. I'd take the last waltz with me, the band. <laughs> That's a good one. Because then I'd have that... a lot of variety. That's a good one. That's definitely a good one. You know what I'm saying? You can have like Dr. John and then and then everything else. Everything else, absolutely. <laughs> That's a great record. The band is great. Um, what's uh, songs from uh, was it Big Pink? That's a that's a great yep. record. I like the self titled one too. The band, the band. Yep. The, yeah. Me and me and yeah. Jim, we we what we do is like we spin records. I don't know if you've listened to our previous episodes, but we 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 spin records. I haven't been able to sadly as much because of my little one and and all that. But I haven't had time with work as well. But Jim is you know does what one or two a day. Yeah, I make it a family activity, and uh, my son's real young, young enough that he doesn't understand. But we spin them anyway to break them of the screen time from, from yeah. Sesame Street. And uh, I'm currently doing, my wife suggested we do a project and spin every album I have A to Z. And I have, I love it. I have 800 albums. So I'm, we're currently on C. Uh, tonight was Counting Crows, Recovering the Satellites and the Cranberries Don't Need to Argue. So yes. It was it was you really are good. a good father. You're a good father. <laughs> this is good parenting right here. He and is. you know, as they get older, it's so cool, you guys, because... My kids, um, my kids love music, of course, and they don't think any of it's special or cool because they've been so immersed in it their whole lives. They don't freaking understand, but um, they do love music passionately and they send me jams and they're so good. Their taste is so good. So you're doing the right thing there, you know? Awesome. I love that. I was was listening to the Lemonheads earlier today. I was telling Jim earlier. That's nice. the last three things uh, I'm so erratic and eclectic. Like I was listening to the last three things. I was going to ask you what the last three things you listened to were or whatever on your playlist. Uh, mine are the lemon heads, Johnny cash, walk the line record. And uh, what was it? Uh, new water, new water, low life. Uh, so. Yep. That all makes sense. Let's see. What have I been really digging into? Um, I've been in a little, uh, Levon Helm phase because he um, is perfect and <laughs> um, and so I've been listening to Ophelia over and over I love that song um, 
uh, I've been doing, um, there is a piece of music. Um, it's like A2D2. Um, it's a string um, piece of music that's just so, um, like, um, uh, Connor and Ian um, have this presence in in the music that they create where um like nothing happens but so much happens and this piece of music I've been listening to has that same kind of energy where it's just like you want something to happen so bad and it just doesn't happen and so I've been listening to that that uh, classical piece um and uh, some stuff <laughs> i will because it's really beautiful it's really beautiful and um and then i've been listening to a lot of richard swift do you okay. do you guys know him um i've heard the, so i've no. heard the name but i've, I've never yeah heard. and unfortunately he's passed uh, he was drinker he was a drinker mm -hmm. so we lost him um but uh I, yeah i've been really digging on his stuff um he did a version of right down the line it's been you woman yep. right. and that's like my theme song to my life right now that's like my hype <laughs> my nice. hype song i'm like right down the line Zanthi. here you go <laughs> <laughs> a good way to be yep yep well yep. that's awesome that's awesome well i'm glad that's all interesting stuff and uh you can send us some of that stuff and we'll post it on the blog and, and we'll, will. We'll, show we'll show Xanthi's favorite jams. And uh, so I would like you to just tell everyone where everyone can listen to your stuff and reach you and Instagram and all that. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Xanthi Alexis. Um, same with Facebook, Xanthi Alexis Music. And then right at the top of the page is a link tree um, where you can go to, you know, purchasing my music, watching music videos, uh, reading articles um, about the new record. It's all right there. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Well, this has been just an awesome treat. And what a first, uh, just with such a talented woman right here. This has been awesome. We're so thankful you've been on. Thank you so oh, much for coming on. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's been awesome. You're, more than You're hilarious. <laughs> we, we try. We try. You, know? you don't even have to try. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a shit show when we all get together in Southeast someday. <laughs> I'll bring I'll bring the shit show. Everybody bring their own shit show. <laughs> awesome. All right. So, uh, do before we go, do you want to give any shout outs to anyone, Santhi? Oh yeah, I'll give a shout out to Eli and Wyatt. What's up? Oh, and Sophia. What is up, guys? Mom says um, I'm not doing the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. That was really awesome. <laughs> so this has been episode 18. Thank you so much for joining us, Santhi, and we'll talk to you soon. Pleasure having you. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Xanthi. Thank you.